0: Hello everyone and welcome to His Only Vice, the podcast where we talk about the films that shaped us. You guys, once again, thank you for listening to these special quarantine episodes. I know the audio is not what it once was, but one day we will get back there. And we're going to keep working through this time of uh, using Zoom. You guys, I am so excited about this guest. He is one of the funniest people I know. He keeps me on my toes at work. Yes, we do work together. Unfortunately, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that chuckle you hear is from the one, the only, Greg. To me, what's up, Greggy? Hey, 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 man. What's going on, buddy? Not much. You know, just trying to survive. Yeah, yeah. COVID nineteen. What have you been up to? How are you surviving? How are you holding up?
1: Yeah, bunker down, bunker down, you know, doing the whole quarantine situation. And remind me where to... you are? I'm in Maryland right now. Maryland, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're hiding out here.
0: Just Love that. Me. Doing a little WFH work from home type.
1: The old WFHTS. Yes, <laughs> that's, right. Situation. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
0: And for those of you who don't know Greg or haven't heard us speak to each other, you probably will hear the phrase type situation quite a bit. A couple today. times, yeah. <laughs> um, Greg. Welcome to His Only Vice. I'm so excited to have you. We've been talking about this for a while. Yes. Um, before we get into the movie that you chose for us, which, by the way, listener, is one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. So I was very excited when Greg offered this suggestion. Greg, what are some of your favorite movies? Tell the people your Tell the people your tastes.
1: Yeah. Well, of course, the one we're going to talk about today is, is in there. Right.
0: Which um, we're going to hold off on that one.
1: Which we're going to hold off on that one. But, oh, but um, a big reveal. You know, I'm definitely a big um, fantasy, adventure, sci-fi kind of person. Um, just a couple of my top favorites of all time. Terminator Two is what okay. probably listed as my favorite action movie, just in terms of sci-fi action. It's, I think, it's one of the best movies ever. Um, okay. For fun, Remember the Titans is oh, it yes. just an all-time, you know, feel-good oh, sport. Yeah, and one of the uh, great,
0: one of the great music scenes of all time
1: oh absolutely that absolutely. scene in the locker room yeah the, the, well then yeah a oh, uh, little ain't no mountain high enough action. that's right um and then i'm definitely obsessed with lord of the rings uh and star wars i'm a big star wars uh, um
0: except for this lot of, uh, uh, wait can we hang on those two for a sec yeah um we're gonna we're gonna discuss you know a, a franchised esque movie today yeah. um lord of the rings I think Lord of the Rings is the greatest technical feat in terms of like the franchises, the big franchises hmm. ever. Technical, like like in terms of like direction, acting, yeah, uh, sound, uh, live stunts, everything, cinematography. It is just so. I rewatched
1: um, the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, recently, mm-hmm. and thought this really holds up. It does very well because they some movies do. you watch from twenty years ago. I mean you just like the action you know the quality of this is a bit rough or the even like the story is a bit rough but it's just it just has such a sweet um tone to it through throughout the whole thing and honestly i think it has one of the best soundtracks of any um obviously maybe not as iconic as say star wars or some of the you know uh big john williams ones but just in terms of each theme and everything it's just so beautiful yeah
0: i mean yeah it's there's a reason that they literally have you ever been to one of those live watch alongs at Lincoln center where they like play the score? I've always I, wanted to. Do I haven't been to those. one yet. Yeah. I haven't been to one yet, but yeah. I really need to for Lord yeah. of the Rings. Oh, that would be great. Um, but yeah, I'm obsessed with Lord of the Rings and some fun facts for those people out there that don't know um, Lord of the Rings chapter three, the return of the King biggest sweep in Oscar history. Do you know that Greg won all 12, Is it 12 Oscars? 13, yeah. or 12, 12 yep. Yeah. yeah. All 12 that it was nominated for.
1: I remember when that was on the Oscars for that year, I uh, was watching it and I, when they broke whatever record it was, I think my parents had fell asleep. I ran into their room and was like, we did it, we did it, we <laughs> broke the, you know, whatever the record yeah. they broke was. I was like, as if I was like part of the team or something.
0: Right. Was great. I was so obsessed. Yeah. I mean, that movie is just a triumph on every yeah. sense of the word. Um, but anyway, so Star Wars, yes. Um, thoughts on the most recent ones? I, you know, I... Um, I just recently watched.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me because I know, you know, people could say the same thing, similar things about the prequels. Mm -hmm. But I'm a big fan of the Clone Wars cartoon show. Okay. um, That's on Disney Plus now. And when I watch that, it's weird. I was talking to my brother the other day how we feel like we actually understand the prequels better now after like 20 years or whatever like, yeah because we're like okay you know what yeah there's some missteps and the, you know the cgi is a bit blue, everything's blue screened and it's like not the best acting and stuff but like actually what happens in the movies actually makes a lot of sense plot wise but when you get to this last franchise or the last trilogy it's like i was really rooting for uh, can we spoilers for that, or do yeah. we to listen, was- people?
0: If you're if you're listening to this yeah. podcast, there's a spoiler alert yeah. built in. I
1: was really rooting for Ray to just be an unknown because I felt like it really kind of told the story of kind of where they were going with like Luke saying, "Hey, that the you know the Force does not belong to the Jedi. You know, we were wrong. We were, you know, in our yeah. hubris, we let this happen, and we were wrong." And so for me, it seemed like yeah, perfect. So that the reason she can do it is because she's making the decision. That's mm-hmm. the point. You don't get to tell me what i want to do with my life you know and, and, and obviously she's female lead as well which, which would have made it even stronger but so i was a little i was a little torn about the way they went with it but i'm okay you know it's still star wars everybody you know the other things everybody has a star wars i think i think right. everyone's gonna say like oh my favorite is empire or my favorite is the clone war show or this but everyone and now we have so much that i think
0: there's so many different ways you can go with it so i agree i agree um And you're talking about when you say prequel, you mean like the Hayden Christensen and Anakin. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. So Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Remember the Titans. Any others you wanted to add?
1: Do you know it's hard to think sometimes it's hard to think off the top of my head but like i love casino royale oh, um yes. the first uh, craig, I i say craig david <laughs> so that's the singer <laughs> yeah the first craig david movie
0: <laughs> can you imagine him as 007 oh he would be great he'd be <laughs> i can't think of that song. <laughs> i'm walking away <laughs> or, or. Well, who needs billy eilish yeah
1: Could but you- uh that that's definitely up there um Another movie that we might talk about later, I won't say because it, 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 you know, there's some things that I think remind me of uh, the movie we're going to talk about that I love. So, Um, so I know I know you as a big fan of the MCU. What's your favorite MCU movie? We didn't. I didn't even mention that. But and part of the reason I didn't mention that is because of the movie we're talking about, right? Which which is a little bit of a spoiler. My. You know, that was my rock for so long. That it's hard for me to talk about MCU, but I do love now. It took me a while to get there, but I do love um, the MCU. My favorite Marvel movie uh, solo one is uh, Winter Soldier.
0: Yes. Oh, so good.
1: That one just really got me into the franchise because I thought, okay, here I mean, we go. Now we're here. Now, we, yeah. now we're, the stakes are there. And I, I started mean, to understand.
0: Captain America comes to save the day, not only the world, but also the franchise.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. So he 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 did because I like you know I love Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, but those movies on their own for me weren't as strong individually. I, I like them; they're fine, they're fine action movies, but they didn't for me like pull me in with the heart, you know. And I, was, I just wasn't yeah. there. But somehow Captain got me there. Guardians, I love the first one, um, and then you know the most recent uh, Infinity War and Endgame, of course, just took yeah. it to another level.
0: So. Um, Infinity War is my favorite MCU movie, yeah, I think, I, that, it, it's, and, it's, and Civil War. I famously, as you know, did not care for Endgame, but we can get into that. I know, I know, <laughs>
1: I know, I know, I know um, why, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, 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 we we won't fight on this pod. <laughs> we'll create um, a whole new podcast where right, we talk right, about argue no. about that. Um, okay, so what about some of your favorite movie stars?
1: Uh, yeah, that's a good, like, so I love, um... It's, it's been interesting for me because I've been trying to lately actually come up with a list. And um, the, what I realized is a lot of the, my favorite actors are British. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. All you know, the best which, ones. <laughs> all the best ones. But, but, but uh, you know, when they're not British, I love a Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Yes. I mean, it's well documented on this podcast. So I do love Jake he, Gyllenhaal. He's...
1: Um, he, I just think he can do so many different things, but I just like his presence a lot. The biggest um, chameleon of all time. I used to really love Christian Bale, and I still do think he's fantastic, but I just...
0: My favorite actor of all time.
1: Yeah. I haven't got, you know, Tom Hardy, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Both connected to the films we're going to discuss today.
1: You know who I love is uh, Chadwick Boseman.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, doing great I, stuff. He's doing a lot of good stuff. I love... Um, and on the on the vein of yeah. um, MCU actors, I love Daniel Kaluuya too. I'm so excited about the stuff he's doing.
1: He, yeah, he kind of just came. Great out of in, bl- I love Great, great black that cast. The Black Panther is, in, is yeah. ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, uh, any lady, any ladies you like?
1: Yeah, I was trying to think.
0: Uh, and I, th- I I also know yeah. you as a, um, I know you as a Chris Evans guy as well. Well I, I you
1: know I love Chris Evans I think I love him as Captain America the most. I'm not sure if he's actually
0: a good actor. I
1: know he is a good actor cuz he does Broadway and stuff. I'm I'm sure he, he's credible. I yeah. he's good. He's a good, you know, he's definitely a good actor in terms of um transforming or a uh, chameleon in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not I haven't seen him winning so, Oscars, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, um and it's also it's so funny that um he started his um like Marvel journey as um, Human Torch in the 2005 right, Fantastic right, Four right. which is so funny um, but anyway any others you wanted to add?
1: Um, help me out on the on the I don't I don't know if I know any that you love I'm just borrowing a blank I should have written it down I feel sexist uh... as all it can be right now <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, <laughs> it's can't okay think... it's okay yeah um, you no know, I have I have a follow-up question for for actresses that you love once we get into the movie we're going to talk okay, about okay 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 All right, Greggy. So what movie did you bring for us today?
1: Okay, so this movie is one of my all-time favorites. I'm sure it's many people's all-time favorites. One um, of the greats. Game changer, changed you know, everything. I don't know if you need me to set it up <laughs> or not, but I'm going to anyways. <laughs> I ha- obsessed with this movie. When the, when the first one came out to the sequel, I could not stop thinking for two or three years as long as it took maybe three and a half years for this to come out. Um, but two, it, it was two. Two, two years. Yeah. It is The Dark Knight.
0: The Dark motherfucking Knight, you guys. This has been one of my top 10 favorite movies, like, for as long as I can remember. And when Greg suggested this one, I said, done, let's record tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Seven um, days later. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I just um, revisited the Nolan trilogy. Um, and before we dive in, I'm going to set the scene a little bit about, like, um, when it was released, who it stars, yeah. blah, 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 blah. blah. Sure. So, of course, I'm sure people know, um, it, this trio was directed by Christopher Nolan, right? Um, the Dark Knight is the second in the uh, trilogy, which we were just kind of setting up. This one was released in 2008. Um, it was written by Chris and his brother, Jonathan Nolan, with a story adapted by Jonathan and this other guy, David Goyer, who wrote the first, the first version of the screenplay. Um, it stars Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Michael Caine, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Gary Oldman, Morgan Freeman, Aaron, Heck, Aaron Eckhart, it's just like a list of greats. Um, and then it has a fun little cameo from um, Anthony Michael Hall, who people might know from John Hughes movies. He plays that reporter in the end. Um, it had a budget of $175 million, which is actually only $25 million more than Batman Begins, which I was actually pretty shocked to oh, realize. Yeah.
1: I thought it would have been higher.
0: But it grossed 100, uh, 100 $1.005 billion. So we're talking like major profit, right? Yeah. Um, it became the highest grossing movie of 2008. Um, it is now the 46th highest grossing film of all time, unadjusted for inflation. Um, and it, uh, at the time of its release, it was the fourth highest um, grossing movie of all time. Um, a little bit more about like where it comes from and like some of the, you know, barriers or some of the standards it's set, right? It's the first mainstream feature to be shot even partially in IMAX 70mm. Um, so 28 minutes of this film are actually filmed in IMAX ratio. I didn't get to see it in theaters. I don't know if you did. We'll find that out later on. Mm -hmm. Um, but that opening sequence of the first time we meet the Joker in the bank robbery, that whole thing is shot in IMAX. Um, And then their inspiration for the film was from the Joker's first appearance in, in 1940, like his first appearance in the Batman comics, Um, the 88 graphic novel, the killing joke and the 1996 comic series, the long Halloween, which was like the reinvention of the origins of Harvey Dent. So with that, they made this right. So Greg, this movie is really something I think what makes this movie so special is it like Christopher Nolan took comic book movies and was like, okay, this is what's possible. Your move, bitch. Mm -hmm. He was like, hold my beer. (laughs) Um, Usually a good jumping point is favorite parts. Do you have a good, do you have a favorite part?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, you mentioned the opening scene. I mean, I think we should just kick it off with that. I mean, that's the, iconic. You know, that opening scene, like you said, shot with IMAX, um, introducing the Joker,
0: just picking off his kills, people one by you one. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah, just I mean, you you have no idea what what the scene is going to be. I mean, and he, yeah, exactly. Just takes out the whole crew. Um, I was just thinking about that scene today. I, he's like, I guess he told him, you're, you're going to kill me after we get the thing. Left. No, no, no. I kill the bus driver. And yeah. The so shock in of, the like, oh my in. God. And that was another, uh, I don't know that actor's name, but that guy, the, the bank uh, manager is in a lot of stuff too. Um, I guess. Oh in, he's yeah. Been, he's an Armageddon. I, recognize him. I don't um, remember
0: who that was though.
1: Yeah. He's been in a, he was, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, but he's, he's pretty, yeah, but he's pretty well known
0: um this as we this, don't know him. <laughs> this yeah right this but movie, he's been in a lot of stuff this movie actually has like a bunch of random like extras slash yeah. uh, cameos like um um patrick Leahy, who's one of the state senators of vermont from where i'm from he is like a longtime batman fan and he was in this as like a little extra after previously being an extra in batman and robin the 1997 one and he was a voice actor on Batman the Animated Series. So he keeps just like wow. sneaking into these Batman movies. Isn't that so funny and so yeah. random? Um, anyway. Yes, the opening scene is like our first introduction to Heath Ledger's Joker, which yeah. is, by the way, let's just let's let's pause on Heath Ledger yeah. for a second. Okay. After re-watching this, it is psychotic that anyone thinks Joaquin Phoenix even holds a to Heath Ledger <laughs> yeah. I mean like come on the nuance first of all like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, <clears throat> excuse me doesn't even like have that many lines it like I feel like that whole performance is like predicated on that laugh and on those like dances that he would do but he right. is just like chewing up the the yeah. um, lines he's given and even like in I was reading about a story that Christopher Nolan was telling about how he leaned over to Aaron Eckhart during readings and was like, whoa, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. And, they were just, and they were just like watching Gary Oldman, like staring on. They were like, how, when you like are seeing one of the greats, a.k.a. Gary Oldman, watch Heath Ledger in complete like stunned silence, that's when you know you're getting a good performance. Yeah. I,
1: I mean, think there's that scene where he comes into to the, uh, another great scene we can keep going uh, is when he interrupts the uh, party or the, the fundraiser for Harvey mm, Dent and comes through the elevator my <laughs> apparently Michael Caine, I'm sure you've read this too, just totally like lost, just dropped, like was just shocked and couldn't even move when he came out of the elevator because he was just so, so scared, you know, but in, you know, in a good way because yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just so blown away by what he was doing. He couldn't even move. He couldn't. He didn't even like know where to go. Like, oh, what's my right. block? I don't know.
0: And like, that's Michael Caine we're talking about. Right, like another right, one right. of the, the big greats. Um, I think what is so... Um, so thrilling about that scene is like his version of the Joker is unafraid of anything. Like he will just do whatever.
1: ever. Yeah. That, and that's, and that's where the Joker lives for me, Dylan. That's where the Joker lives from. And I, and I know this isn't about the other movie, but I think why I love this so much is that it's just total chaos. It's, you know, we don't need to know where the Joker's from right. in terms of <laughs> comic book movies. It's, this is fake. You know, we don't want this to feel too real. This is, total you know chaos and mayhem and you're just like what is he gonna do next like and no matter what batman does he always has a second plan for it no matter Mm -hmm. what so i just love every step of it
0: i love how um this is what i love about this this trilogy as well is like it feels so lived in despite like the obvious archetypal like types of characters and plot devices and whatever it just feels like so over the top without being melodramatic that you like believe these people are real oh yeah like that's, I think that's what makes him so scary. And of, of course, obviously his level of commitment is just next level. Yeah. Um, but that's actually my favorite part when he comes in and he delivers his first version of the scar monologue. Yeah. Bitch. I was was that like, that might've been his second
1: when he comes into the, cause he does the one with the, uh, and we have with, uh, dead or alive. Remember he comes in,
0: they, they bring him in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the one I like. That's yeah. the one I like. Yeah. yeah. The one Pat. where he's, he's got the, um, the knife to the, the, the <laughs> crime bosses. Yeah, mouth. I think it's Gamble, Gamble yes. or Yes, he, he was talking about, um, um, yeah, Gamble. He was talking yeah. about his dad in that one. Yeah. yeah Okay, you're right. Yeah, that's the one I love. Yeah. I mean, I love them all, but um, there, what, what, there was another thing that I wanted to bring up from that scene. Oh, I mean, the replacement of Katie Holmes with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Right, yeah. Do you know why she left? have you have
1: you heard i've heard and you correct me because i'm sure you might have looked it up but Uh that because of some of the tom cruise relationship stuff there was some issues with the press or when she was when she was uh going to do uh i feel like i'm wrong but i heard that there were some issues with her um but the publicity for the movie like she and they didn't like the way she didn't ever talk about batman she was always talking about
0: This is what I mean. I'm that probably played into it, honestly. I'm sure there was a million reasons, but because why would you ever leave this franchise? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I read was it was scheduling conflicts, and she left to film a movie called Mad Money. Oh, that was like her and Diane Keaton, I think, and it only grossed two million more than its budget where So she left this like billion dollar, yeah, this future billion dollar, billion dollar movie. So I was like, "Ooh, girl, I don't know if that was a good decision for you." I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all like just her decision. I'm sure right. there's there's always more to the story. But I'm like, "Girl, um,
1: yeah, I, yeah." I think it's a more to the story situation. Hopefully, because I,
0: <sighs> I mean, they replaced. Didn't Don Cheadle replace? Someone yeah, I was gonna say Terrence movies? Howard
1: was in Iron Man One.
0: Yeah. But I,
1: again, he I think Terrence Howard was like, ah, I want to do something, you know, more. I actually I read something recently He started to go on that. But like where Don Cheadle uh, just about him accepting that role and, and how his wife was like, you got to do this. Like, you know, this is this could be a big deal, like kind of thing. And
0: I don't know. So I don't know.
1: Who knows yeah, why people I'm, don't do anything, you know.
0: But anyway, this is this is that that question that I was like going to pose in the beginning when I was like, we'll have a follow up. Katie or Maggie.
1: It's tough for me. I would like to see Maggie in the first one. I you know, I I don't picture Katie Holmes as much in the second in the Dark Knight as mm-hmm. I you know, like but I I could picture um the other way around.
0: So, so I don't I don't know. So you know what I would like? I would like them to cast um I don't know one good actress as Rachel. <laughs> Actually, you know what Maggie is a good actress. You do that to Maggie, um, but it, you know. But she is not good in Dark Knight. Although she does, she does serve it to you when she realizes she's gonna die. Then the acting that kicks in.
1: scene hurts, and what yeah. a good—I mean, who does that in movies? You know, oh, I'm just gonna kill off the main love interest. I know, I
0: love it. I love it. It's like Game of Thrones in a movie. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, that scene is great. But I'm like, what, what is this? Who are these? What are these portrayals of Rachel? They're just like Ugh. there's one scene in the in Batman Begins when Katie Holmes is like stomping past the police. She's like. I'm so and so and I'm important and you're gonna let me in and I was like oh girl this is not the right. <laughs> that that line reading was not for this I don't movie remember, uh, I do not
1: remember what that it's was. when
0: she's try, she's trying to get into um like she's trying to get into the building after there's like some oh, oh uh, yeah, like yeah. breakout from the scarecrow or something I don't that's know, right
1: that's right yeah it yeah. was a
0: mess oh she's trying to get onto the island oh before all they, right whatever they're, and they're yeah it's like okay go ahead yeah 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 um but anyway. So I love that scene. Um, and I love that he just like comes out of nowhere as Batman after the escape room when she's like when that that like, yeah, woman is like, oh, thank God you have escape room. Yeah. and she's Like, <laughs> OK, after he yeah. just like closes them out. Yeah.
1: that He takes that gun apart like as he's walking. What a great list. Like sh- beats that guy. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> takes the gun apart. No big deal. Keep walking.
0: Badass. Yeah. Um, do we like Christian Bale as Batman.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, he's I mean, my favorite. He's, he's my favorite a great player. actor. I mean, as you know, what he does in the role is, is great. I don't know. Some people Let's, always say like, oh, I don't know if he's my favorite Batman, but he's my favorite Bruce Wayne. Or I don't know if he's uh, my favorite Bruce Wayne, but he's my favorite Batman. You know, but he fits perfect in that world. You know yeah, what I mean? Like you believe him in that world. I don't know if it would have worked if it was Ben Affleck, you know, doing that. Yeah. Not that and I it, don't, don't like Ben Affleck, but.
0: Um, and it's so interesting to like, really, if you chart like Christian Bale, um, his, like, movie journey in, like, the mid-2000s. He did the, the Mechanist, which he lost a shitload of weight for. Yeah, then he did then that again right after that, right? Right after that. He put on 100 pounds of, yeah. like, muscle for that part. Yeah. Then he did um, Dark Knight. And then in between, he did The Fighter, which he lost a bunch of weight for again. Do you he, remember the that? Fighter the,
1: came out before Rises?
0: Yes, he won his Oscar in 2010. That, uh, Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. So I don't know if I'm just like I don't know if I'm missing something about their shooting schedule that I just haven't read up about enough. No,
1: no, no, no. But like, that means he
0: lost a bunch of weight, gained a bunch of weight, lost a bunch of weight, gained a bunch of weight again, and then gained even more weight to be in American Hustle, and then even more to be in Vice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's a thing. And then lost it all
0: again to be in Ford versus Ferrari. Oh God, I don't, I couldn't do that. I'm sorry. I know it's crazy, and I'm sure there's movie magic at play. But like, but also twenty
1: million dollars, maybe I would.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So what about, um, what's your least favorite part? And it doesn't need to be a part that you think is bad. It can be just like a part that you don't enjoy or maybe you fast forward through. Or
1: uh, That's cool. I mean, you know, that movie, and, and this is kind of Nolan's thing. I, actually, I think he learned it though later. He He's very good with pace. He's very good with pace. And that's like, especially if you've seen Dunkirk or Inception, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't blink you know you'll miss something
0: well the interesting thing about dunkirk is dunkirk is more um fragmented narratively it's like more like memento and more like batman begins where like it's not all straight linear Whereas Dark Knight is like straight linear.
1: Oh, that's right. And, and so, is,
0: and really so is Inception. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you consider like all the dreams, like different times.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, right. But that's, that, that's what makes it harder to, to blink because you're just like, well, I don't want to miss anything. So when I think about the movie, it's hard for me to actually think of like a scene that I would actually skip. Or mm-hmm. that not, not that I would skip, but that,
0: well, you know. I'll tell you what mine is. So my least favorite part is like how quickly they dispense of Harvey. Like his death it happens like that. Like and like the,
1: the last last scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have think. like they have this like amazing lead up where he's like flipping the coin to decide who lives, and then Bruce yeah. just like throws him off a building. <laughs> I I would have. I like that scene a lot. It's just the way that he dies. I'm like, can we get something like a little yeah. more grandeur? <laughs> this would have been interesting community.
1: to see him not die actually, and actually just or that you know they arrest him or whatever. But they had in a way he had to die or Batman. Either way, Batman had to take the fall no right. matter what. But in terms of scene, like so my thing is like some of the plot like because I've seen it so many times doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't like you're like, wait, what just happened? And the biggest one is when when we were just talking about the party scene, uh, the fundraising scene and Joker's there. He throws Rachel out of the window mm-hmm. and Batman catches her mm-hmm. and then they just go to the next scene. It's like, wait, what did the Joker do? Just, did he just leave? Like, why would oh, Batman yeah, have yeah. got up and been like, OK, I'm going to go back up now. Yeah. And actually get him. Like, right. That's the that is one weird. scene that really sticks out like that. I'm sure there's probably one or two others there, where you're like, well, how did he know that was going to happen?
0: I can think but. of one other. When um, the Joker leaves the, the police station after taunting that guy, he's like, don't you want to know which of your co oh, right. or which of your right. teammates are cowards? Suddenly he's soaking wet. <laughs> did you ever notice that? When he's riding in the police car, he has dripping wet hair. I don't know if that's supposed to be like anxious sweat that made his hair all. Oh, wet, you know what but... I think
1: it. I think it is because the bomb blows up and the water things go off.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think I, you're right. Really see it yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, I can't remember if you see it or not. I literally that, watched by it. By the way, in another
1: another scene is just just a shot. I mean, what a great shot of him hanging out of the co- the cop car window. You know. Oh yeah, that is such a good shot, and I think that's one of the IMAX ones because actually, if you bought years ago, I had the Blu-ray,
0: mm-hmm. and if oh, you same. watch it
1: on Blu-ray the IMAX scenes are in full screen. Full screen, yeah. And everything else goes to to widescreen.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I think um well also people tried to like use that scene as comparison to Todd Phillips's Joker when Joker was hanging no. out the window. And I was like, y'all need to shut the fuck up
1: <laughs> Um And I'm not a hating just to be clear, I'm not hating on the I, I know you have your feelings about the Todd uh, the the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't think as a movie overall it was like a bad movie. I just It's just not for me. It's not my type of Joker movie. It's not my type of comic book movie. So I didn't love it in that way. But I'm not like on the other side. I'm not like totally bashing it. But yeah. You know, yes. I mean,
0: there are, I think there are elements of merit of that movie. I think, I think the score win was absolutely warranted. It was a beautiful Um, score. I just, I, it's hard for me to see anyone else do the Joker.
1: Speaking of score, can we,
0: can we mention, we can absolutely go there. Are we there yet? For sure. We can go wherever you want to go, yeah.
1: buddy. I love the music in Batman, uh, the, the, the Christopher Nolan franchise. Yeah. Now, that being said, and we were talking about this a little earlier when we were texting, I'll mm-hmm. bring it up to the, to the, to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Batman Begins had a better score, in my opinion. It's, uh, a, it's the same theme. The theme is still in all of them. But uh-huh. Batman Begins brought, and, and, I, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, but James Newton Howard and Hans Zimmer did the score together for Batman Begins. And I believe James Newton Howard's credit on the Dark Knight Dark Knight as well.
0: Yes, he is. They did it both. But I together. don't
1: hear it as much in my and I love James Newton Howard. Mm-hmm. So do, you know
0: I ahead. do hear the I do hear the um the broodier side of like the Zimmer music that we come to know from Yeah, the
1: two co- the two notes.
0: Boom. <laughs> yeah.
1: Boom. <laughs> like, you know, just two notes
0: and a lot of brass and a lot
1: of um, <laughs>
0: But he is also, I mean, Hans Zimmer and um, uh, the cinematographer that did um, these Batman movies, uh, Wally Fitzer, I think it's like, Pfister, I can't, I can't remember mm. how to pronounce his name. But they are both, like, frequent collaborators of Nolan. So it's interesting yeah. to see their work, like, carry over. Like, the cinematography for Dark Knight, um, it's the same cinematographer of, like, interstellar um Hmm. uh, inception or not not interstellar inception dark knight prestige batman begins like they're all memento wow yeah so it's like nolan uses a lot of the same people
1: yeah well of course and i love that i love that that's the old school you know that's the very like uh, find your tribe yeah your tribe your theater company you know and you just and that's why michael kane is in every single nolan movie almost yeah um, uh cillian murphy you know, yeah. who has the cameo at the beginning of Dark Knight mm-hmm. uh, as a scarecrow? Even in The Dark Knight Rises, he's in there for a second. You know? mm-hmm. So,
0: I mean, it's like um, Scarsese and Delmaschunmaker; like they have done like yeah. a gazillion movies together in the last fifty years. Yeah. So, like you just, I mean, clearly it's working.
1: So, so in terms of the score, I love I love the score overall. The really the nice, the sweetest. I always use the word "sweet" when I'm kind of like r- romantic. I would say the most romantic part of the score is actually, in my opinion in the office of uh, Harvey Dent, uh, excuse me, of the mayor. And he's talking about the work Harvey Dent's doing right before uh, the Joker throws down a body and it hits the window, which is the scariest part in the entire movie. It's like the body flies and just he's tied up and just bam, hits the window. But if you go back and watch that scene, you're like, man, the, the score, here, I, think it, I think that's
0: the scene. I'm pretty sure it's that scene. But it, it's one- called
1: The White Knight, I believe, on the soundtrack. Okay. Because he's referring to Harvey Dent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is that the, you mean? You're talking about the one where they, they throw the body that has the card that says well, yeah. the real yeah. Bruce Wayne." Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or real Batman. <laughs> yeah, they know it's Bruce Wayne. They don't know who yeah. Bat- or Batman or Batman or the real yeah, yeah, Bruce yeah, yeah. Wayne.
0: We don't want to see uh, Batman. The real, the real Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah That's a great part too. Um, so, did you come to a conclusion on a part you don't like?
1: I think it's just those plot points. I don't. Um, oh, sure, sure, you sure, know, sure. Or you know, I would probably, um, you know, there's there's a part after they catch the Joker where it kind of slows down for a little bit. Um, but you saw still stuff I really like, but that's just where the movie's a little bit slower because you just know where it's headed with that last scene uh, with the SWAT team and everything.
0: And that's like, ooh, you just want yeah. to get to
1: that part. And but it, so it many- does kind of drag a little bit. Not, not drag, but it's, it's longer.
0: The pacing is, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, it does allow you to breathe in that section yeah. because the first ninety minutes is like fucking Whew. go, go, yeah. go, go, go. I texted you about it. I was like, this movie is nonstop.
1: Yeah. So actually, um, if this is a good time to talk about it, about two summers ago, I saw the movie in IMAX.
0: It was, oh, did oh, when it came back, yeah. I wanted to so badly. I'm so yeah. pissed. I did. So
1: it, it's funny because you know, again, I've seen the movie so many times. When I was in that theater, it was like I was watching it for the first. I mean,
0: it just. I mean, me, an hour ago. It felt like I was I, watching I, it for the first time. And it doesn't always
1: feel that way with this movie. But, I, you know, it's something about when you sit down and you say, okay, this is it. I'm in it. And you watch it with the pace and everything. You just, I'm obsessed with the way it. And I just sit there. I'm smiling. I'm like on the yeah. edge of my seat the whole time. But I know what's going to happen. And I'm just. Did It's you see so it? great.
0: Did you see it in the giant Lincoln Center IMAX? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the best one. And the crowd was going crazy, you know, for all yeah. the
1: good moments, especially one of the biggest moments in the movie is when, uh, like, Gordon comes of cheering, back. All of that whole sequence, but when, when the, um, the bat pod hits the wall and flips around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone goes crazy for that. I <sighs> remember a- when I saw it for the first time, I freaked
0: out. Woo! That's such a good scene. And that's what yeah. makes these movies so good is that are such a good, like, balance of car chase, action, yeah. superhero real drama, romance, like, it, it just, like, combines everything yeah. so well, um, and I think that's what the, what makes them stand apart from, like, other, um, not to create, like, a comic book war, but, like, I think it's pretty well known that this trilogy is the best comic yeah. book sequence. Um, it, it, they're, like, so... Um, like fleshed out and cohesive and like there's tone there's the, the color correction is like perfect on all of them right right yeah it just, feels real i yeah. think
1: i mean and not to correct you not to go back to the thing you said with the argument but i in a way i almost i think it's better like the reason it's so good is because i wouldn't it is a comic book movie but when i think of my top movies i'm not like you know, and you just mentioned it earlier, like, oh, you didn't say any MCU movies. Because I don't I don't really go there when you say name your top five movies. I don't think of, like, stuff like that. Right. But when you say, like, name your best movies and The Dark Knight comes up, it's because it's just such, it's like a film. You know, it's so good. It's just so good.
0: It's so um, good because it, it, it lives in that um, Venn diagram overlap of um, high octane crowd pleaser and arthouse. Yeah. It, like, it, it hits it, all
1: the moments. Yeah. It's a
0: big, it's a big blockbuster popcorn movie, but it's also like a Nolan movie. Like film lovers, from indie people to big screen, mm-hmm. you know, MCU loving people, they all love Nolan. So like, to give him this trilogy was like, yes, yeah. In a way, I think it actually, it, it
1: probably hindered the DC universe from actually <laughs> making a making a stand <laughs> against Marvel right. because no one wanted to touch it, but also.
0: And, and nothing yeah, has really was, lived up to it since, in terms of DC. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's it's too bad because you know that the Dark Knight came out the same summer that Iron Man came out. Mm. That's crazy to me. I remember seeing You're Iron so Man right. in theaters by myself. That was the first MCU movie, and I remember thinking, okay, that was kind of cool, but the Dark Knight's coming out, like yeah. like, and I was just like, you know, freaking out. And then after the Dark Knight, I thought, oh, I, Marvel should just give up.
0: Yeah, you know, but, the, but those
1: movies, and, and Nolan was so specific about not like touching that in that world. You uh, know, I don't know. Who knows what would have happened if they would have said, okay, let's open it up, Nolan. Right. Go for it. Like, this is your world. Like, add whoever you want. I don't, right. I don't know if he would have been, you know, he's very practical with his effects and stuff. So I don't know how it would have went.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think all of those things are correct. Um, and I'm on board for all of the above. Of that. <laughs> um, I want to talk about a couple lines that I love. Yeah. Um, so I love in the beginning when he's like finally getting the, uh, the scarecrow and the guy's like, what's the difference between me and you? And he's like, oh, I'm not wearing a hockey mask. Yeah. And he just like rides away. And that's like his first line. Like,
1: well, all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that here we go. Di-
1: that is the difference. Yeah. That
0: is a difference. Um, I also love um, um, the kind of like eerie foreshadowing of um, I think I don't remember who says this to Michael Caine, but he, they say you've known her her whole life. I think it's Harvey when he's meeting um, Alfred for the oh, first oh. time, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. he yeah. says, "Well, not yet, sir." Yeah, yeah. what is he? And then she about dies about like thirty that? minutes later. It's when they Tell first he doesn't have anything.
1: any. Uh, I, oh, oh, not
0: yet. Yeah, yeah. I thought well, it's Harvey at the first Harvey says that. Yeah. Harvey yeah. says that.
1: Not yet. Well, that's not, yeah. That's a, such good foreshadowing.
0: And then um, I love uh morgan freeman the motherfucking goat. oh yeah when he says he when he's like um trying to intimidate that kid who has the 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 blueprints he says and your plan oh yeah is to blackmail this person yeah good luck (laughs) and does good luck does the famous morgan freeman eyebrow raise that guy's name was uh it's um like like um something uh, with the reese 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 that's
1: right the reason the reason I wanted you to bring that up was because um, some people were saying that he was going to become the Riddler because if you said his name Mr. Reese Mr. Reese like little thing like that but I don't know if that was interesting I remember we used to talk about that like
0: yeah I like that Um, okay real quick since you brought up the Riddler favorite villain of the Nolan movies I mean obviously the Joker (laughs) yeah but,
1: you know, I like.
0: But we can talk about the other two. I was very, very surprised revisiting Batman Begins, just how creepy Killian uh, Murphy is.
1: Yes. Yeah. So
0: so spooky. So understated. He does like just enough what he needs to do. Oh, and also fun fact is, Killian Murphy was originally eyed by Nolan to play Batman, and he was like, you know what? I don't think I should get an Irish actor to play like this big American superhero. And then so he, he got a, up, And a then he ends Welsh. up with a Welshman. Yeah. <laughs> but uh,
1: you know, I wonder if there was some other other reason for that because I that um. I could see him in the role, to be honest. So, but he does have like a softer look, or I don't know, like he doesn't have. It's going
0: to a... be like Robert Pattinson. They have very fit, like similar builds yeah. and like acting styles, I think. Which I'm um, curious about that too. I'm very curious about that as well. Hopefully but uh, that gets made, but <laughs> another, I know, right? With all these production yeah. companies like on pause. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was I going to say about Killian um, Murphy? Uh, I mean, he he comes. He's another frequent player of no one's universe as we talked about
1: he says and i love his line in batman begins when well that one's not kidding he like he like commits uh falcone to being crazy because he hits him with the gas just the way he like does it when he walks out so casually well yeah that one's not he's crazy (laughs) (laughs) yep
0: yep um and what was i gonna say about killian though oh um they originally wanted someone who was like big and burly and scary to play scarecrow but then when they saw killian do it they were like Oh no, he's freaky, no, is, just yeah, like what he's doing. He's perfect doing. for Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. perfectly cast.
1: Everybody, everyone, in my opinion, is perfectly cast. Um,
0: um, and then the other friendship. thing, the other thing I love about um, these these villains. And so, if we jump ahead to Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. um, Tom Hardy, I love how frank he was about using steroids.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: He's like, yeah, of course I did. You don't get this big without it that quick.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he he's has he the the movie uh, he did that movie Bronson. Oh, I haven't seen that one. A lot of people would would look at that when he was first cast as um, Bane, because he look he's he's like. In, I've never actually seen the whole movie. I always like kind of fell asleep watching. It's a pretty weird movie, but he's huge in that. Uh huh. So I wonder. I wondered if it was partly because of that that he was kind of cat eyed for that. But he was also in that movie Warrior, which is like the fighting movie, and mm-hmm. he was his neck was like. Just ridiculous. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the he guy's huge, ripped. but he's not a big guy. But he, yeah, because that is interesting that he openly admits that. But I love that he openly admits to it. That's oh yeah, him.
0: on those press junkets, my dad used yeah. to love those videos. We would just like watch them and laugh. He'd be like, "Yeah, fucking course I used steroids." Like, yeah, that, dude, his arms are the size of like a tire in in Batman. Oh yeah, well, and then they had to put
1: yeah because he's a shorter guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there are scenes where he's standing on like stools and stuff to like when to make the people look up at him. Yeah, and of There's course there're using of like BBC actors in in that movie too, The Rises. I remember a couple guys like a guy from Luther, the show Luther's in like one of the like those uh the minions or
0: whatever, his his minions. They, they have, Oh, like, sure, like, sure. You look closely, you're like,
1: "Oh my god, those guys were
0: in that or that." Yeah. I mean, he's another one in the in the um, like Nolan universe: yeah. Inception, Dark Knight, uh, I Dunkirk. Think Inception
1: was his first one, and I remember that was, yeah, the first was I'd ever yeah. seen him
0: in anything. Yeah, that was my introduction to him as well. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's pretty good." Yeah, he's he's quite funny in that. Yeah, um, from what I remember, he's like sort of the comic relief in Inception. Yeah, another one of my like top fifteen movies, um, and uh, I have now watched every Christopher Nolan movie that he's ever made. Have you?
1: You were mentioning that and I missed I, –
0: what are the first two that he did? So the first one that he did was called The Following or maybe just Following. Um, that one is about uh, like a like a petty thief in London. Um, and I never this, saw that. And it, well, so they just released it on Criterion. So for all you listeners out there that have Criterion channel, you can watch it there. I'm sure you can find it online somewhere too. Um, yeah. But And then he did um, Insomnia, which is that movie we were talking about with Al Pacino. Me and you were talking about that recently.
1: Yeah, I didn't – I never – I always mis mistake that with momentum. Memento, momentum. momentum.
0: Uh, Memento, yeah, Memento. Yeah, that one's next. So that was after Insomnia.
1: Was Christian Bale in that? No, no, no. Who?
0: In which one?
1: Memento. No. Uh, uh I forget who the actor in that was.
0: In Memento? Yeah. No, it's Guy Pierce. Guy Pearce. Yeah. That's right.
1: But then oh, and then I was, yeah, okay, okay, got it, got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I uh during quarantine watched um um that all that insomnia uh, which yeah. was my my last one of like to finish him out and he is just like oh god i love him so much um but back to dark knight yeah yeah oh <laughs> <get,
1: we> <laughs> well, it's you, nolan man he's he's i know he you could just bring you in
0: i could just go and go and go yeah. about him um there was something else i wanted to say about keith ledger oh even his um so do you know the the car chase when they're they're transporting harvey when yeah. they're like they go underground he, thinks, he says
1: he's batman Yeah, yeah yeah
0: um, I love even like the subtle things that Heath does in the movie. My favorite yeah. one is when, um, Batman takes out the garbage truck using the thing. He like drives under the garbage truck and you, we get this, this quick little cut shot of Heath Ledger going, Hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> After he what was that, he was like, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. okay. noted. Yeah,
1: He has a lot of little, um, huh? mm-hmm. yeah. like kind of cartoony in mm-hmm. a way, but they're just so, we're all cuz he just like you could tell that this joker just enjoyed it so much. He enjoyed the game so much, which is yeah. which is weird. And that is I do kind of understand why you would want some origin's like, well, how did he get like that? What a, but I love just the randomness of it, you know.
0: Yeah. And I love the uh, that reminds me is like when you say that he loves it. I mean, he has that whole thing about chaos, how like the world like yeah. runs on chaos. He has he also has that great moment where he's like this is what happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force. Yeah. That scene, by the way, is fucking genius. When you you have him you have him hanging from the building. Oh, the ending,
1: right? the ending, yeah. And yes. then
0: the camera flips. So they're yeah. both facing the same way, but like yeah. his hair is like standing up and his jacket is in the wind. Oof. Yeah. That is so good. Yes. Um, so another thing I like to do in this um another segment I like to do, Greggy is um, I'm sure you've heard is the awards report card. So okay. like the awards that um, a movie was nominated for pretty sure this is like the most decorated movie I've ever talked about in this podcast in terms of um, awards that it was nominated for. So it was nominated for a bunch of Oscars, including Best Supporting Actor, Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Makeup, Best Sound Editing, Best Sound Mixing, Best Visual Effects, Obvious Glaring Emission, Best, Best Director, picture. and picture. Oh, picture. But yeah, well, Picture, obviously. Yeah, but Director, yeah, you would have thought do you know
1: who was nominated that year?
0: Let's see, what was that, 2009? Um, That would have been, so that would have been probably uh, Shakespeare in Love year. So, what else? come on. I mean, that was what um, won Best Picture that year. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That was 1999, not 2009. Oh, my God. I'm all messed up. Um, 2009, God, what would that have been? I feel Um, like. Hold on, I'll think of it in a second. Yeah. it's But anyway, Best Picture and Best Director, like. Glaring omissions But that
1: was a year, and I think you would know better. But that after that, they added nine movies, right? This
0: uh, was the last yeah. year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and everyone no. said uh, yes. Two thousand nine was because of year. the Dark
1: Knight yeah. that they were like, okay, we probably should just nominate some more movies. Yes,
0: because uh, T- thousand nine was the first year that they allowed a ten movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was ten? It was nine. They can have up to ten, but they've never had ten. Oh, interesting! Yeah, um, so this was the 2009 Oscars, obviously, but for the movies nominated the eight, in 2008. 2008 right. um, and the um, um, the movies that were nominated that year were like um, Dog Millionaire*, um, *Curious okay. Case of Benjamin Button*, *Milk*. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: I don't remember who won director. Was it was it Danny Boyle? I think it was Danny Boyle for Dog Millionaire*. Yeah. Which was good, but I mean to 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 leave to leave um, him off the table, yeah. yeah. Nolan off is just that's rough. And Nolan went directorless or nomination list through Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk he didn't was his get nominated for nomination.
1: Inception. I remember that. I know. And I remember uh they won for cinematography or something, and one of the one of the people who whoever it was Cinematography
0: like, is correct, yes.
1: Called out. Like they were like, and this is for Nolan, who's yeah. the, who was the best director or whatever that I've ever worked with. Like I remember them like yeah. you know pointing was, out and just was, really being
0: sure about it. It was Wally Fister. He was like, yeah. What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> come on, this guy deserves that's his yeah. boy. Um but then in 2000, the movies for, um, 2009, like the, the movies that came on 2009, that was the year of the Hurt Locker, which was the year that Catherine Bigelow won. Cause she, that was the first oh. woman, the first and only woman to ever win a directing Oscar. Hurt loves- um, but that was the next year. That was Avatar year.
1: Oh, but Remember, okay. That's not the Batman. Okay. Yeah. No,
0: no, no. That was the next year. That was, that was the wrong nine that I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any other parts that you love about of, of this uh, movie or any things you want to bring up?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of iconic like uh, comic booky action movie stuff, the SWAT team fight at the end mm-hmm. just blew me away because you know, he finds out and I remember he's on the radio the, the <laughs> what does he say the, the hostages are the, cl- or the doctor doctors or something. Oh yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. The yeah. doctors are the hostages or something he, like
0: that. He says that to um uh Gordon Morgan Freeman. No, because Gordon's oh, not right. looped in. Oh, right. That's
1: right. And Morgan Freeman has to let them know. Yeah. Or uh, Lucius. Yeah. But he fights the entire SWAT team at the same time, trying to get because they're, they're gonna shoot like the hostages. Yeah. Ty- yeah. So he beats them all up, and when he kicks the one guy off, and they just all are all tied tumble. Up. And you just like it's one of those things. The reason I say it's comic bookies because like the cha- like he would have had to been so precise at tying them all. But that's it. Batman, you know what I mean? He can do that in this mm-hmm. world, and that's what makes it so good. That oh god, that was such a great
0: scene. That yeah, I mean, sacred. it's it's like the the part when he um goes, he attaches himself to a plane with a guy from Hong Kong. Oh my also, god! <laughs> <laughs> also, exactly. an amazing comic book moment. Might,
1: that might be maybe you know what? I take it back. That might be my favorite like action scene in the movie. Yeah, that was just so like cool and yeah. like James Bond meets Batman. You know. Yeah to the tent and also when lucius like takes his phone in the thing and then he's like no cell phones are allowed in here he's like oh i'm sorry i forgot i had it because he he brought in like a
0: second phone yeah i just love all those little lines to map the space or whatever it was oh my god
1: that Um, also yeah he's playing you're playing this pretty close to the chest uh, yeah, did you re, did you re, <laughs> redirect the R and D department? Yeah, Lucius, I'm
0: playing this one pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out he's spying on 30 million people. Yeah. Um, there was one other part that I wanted to bring up before we move on to the next section, but I don't remember what it was. Um. Oh, I love. Um, I I, I could just talk about Heath Ledger in this movie for let's do it. Three oh, hours well,
1: we didn't even talk about the interrogation.
0: Oh uh, yes, but also I love when he is clapping along with everyone when oh. Gordon gets commissioner. <laughs> yes, it's like all these, was improv, all these improv. All these word oh, I would believe it. Yeah, yeah. All of these little wordless bits are just so good. Yeah. He reminds me of um Heath Ledger. Feels it feels very inspired by um. It feels like a more unhinged Hamil- Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, like he feels like yeah. he feels like um Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs.
1: Yeah, same I mean, sort he- of sentiment. I remember and if if it's okay to focus on Heath for a second, I remember <laughs> when I saw the movie the first time and he that interrogation scene, which we were kind of just about to talk to you about, and he's going back and forth with you know with Batman or whatever. And I remember actually putting my head down in the middle of the scene and just saying to myself, ah, I can't believe we lost, you know, this I know. guy. Because I, j- you're just watching this talent, and you're just like, "This is the greatest acting and the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life." And this poor guy, you know, passed away. I, I, I actually had to put, I mean, I, you know, put my head down during the movie because I just thought, "Wow, this I, is." This I feel is like so
0: great. I feel like I owe so much of my love for movies and acting and like wanting to be in this industry at all to this movie and to oh, wow. Heath Ledger's performance. Well, Heath Ledger in two things, Brokeback Mountain and, Brokeback, Brokeback, um, of um, a nice Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> a nice tale. Yeah, the yeah, other... yeah. 10 things I hate about you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just remember, um, watching this movie being like, this is the greatest performance ever on screen. Like ever. at the time I was like this, it doesn't get better than this. And I still think it's like top five, Great performances performances on film. It's tough to, you know, it's honestly,
1: he got nominated for best supporting, but it could have been, he could have been nominated for a lead.
0: Yeah. It's tricky. Like the way that they campaign, these things is like all politics. Um, It's, it's just like when Viola Davis won supporting for fences, like she was fully the lead. Um, Hmm. Or like Emma stone and Rachel vice being campaigned as supporting in the favor. It's like all these, it's just ways to like get people votes. Yeah. Um, but and still, they, they, I mean
1: either way, he deserved it.
0: Yeah. Um talk about like a ball to the walls performance. It's just like
1: I just love that we <sighs> when he was first cast, how the whole world was like,
0: What? Pete yeah.
1: Ledger? Yeah. The Joker? And then you just, you know.
0: And you just tore that fucking screenplay to shreds. Yeah, he destroyed it. Exactly.
1: Just such um, good
0: i you know. Yeah, I I worship him, and especially in this role. And it's uh, It added so much, um, like it it stoked the flame for this this being like the second movie so much because he was in so much of the marketing and he had just passed away. So it got so much press because of that. And then when people found out like, holy shit, this is so good. Like his performance is so good. I think that's like when it really took off. I mean, people
1: were saying, oh, he passed away. That's the reason. No, no. He he murdered that role. I mean, that was the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, and there was those rumors too. Like it like drove him to madness and that's why he got on those anxiety medicine. But I mean, he was like, he had a problem with drugs before that.
1: Yeah. I I have a problem with that because I feel people always want to, you know, and not that I know more, but I did study acting and theater and stuff. So, you know, people always want to, that aren't as in it or, Oh, he was method acting and he was just so into it and he locked himself. Now he did do some of that stuff, but he was on, I mean, he's but on also, screen for 20 minutes or something. Or yeah, like, you know, it's like also, he's... Also,
0: <laughs> he was way w- more well-behaved than Walking Phoenix was to play the Joker. Like, sure, there are, there are yeah. horror stories about Walking Phoenix, like, acting yeah. on set. I, I, yeah, None I heard of that about stuff about
1: physical violence, stuff like that. Like, yeah. so not to get into that. But yeah, so, you know, he, you know, was apparently a gem on set. And he would yeah. go and play with his daughter or, or his kid in between, you know, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I like to think that wasn't, I'm sure that he had anxiety and depression as many of yeah. us, you know, struggle with. States. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, I mean, his daughter, Matilda, by the way, Michelle Williams, another amazing actress. Oh my God. Um. So
1: back, she could have played, there you go. She could have played. Uh, oh yeah. my
0: God. She could have played Rachel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she later went on to be in Venom and was, So phoned in. She was like, this is a a paycheck. honey." I didn't see that. I didn't see it. Oh, Greg, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's entertaining, but like everyone in it is like, this is a paycheck.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: speaking of Tom Hardy, um, um, so to wrap up the, the awards thing, Mm -hmm. it ended up winning. Obviously Heath Ledger won his posthumous Oscar, um, accepted by his family on Oscar day. And then it also won a sound editing, which absolutely makes sense. Sure. Um, because of all the moving parts in that movie. Um, and then in terms of um, 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 movies that are, that are like this, so like if mm. people like this, what would they yeah. like? Any suggestions?
1: Yeah, I was going to, and I held off, because this is one of my favorite movies as well, um, The Departed, in my opinion. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: that's what I go to immediately when I compare. I, I remember that the first movie I thought of after I saw The Dark Knight.
0: I can see that, actually. I mean, you know, is you that- don't
1: have the action and all that, but.
0: Is that movie told linear, linearly? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember I if it was, was or not. It is, I think, right. Yeah. It yeah, goes straight sure. through. Yeah. So yeah. just
1: as Matt Damon as a kid, and it goes, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm remembering whatever. more now. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. In terms of like feel and sentiment, that is quite yeah. similar. And just like the dark,
1: the uh, the crime drama elements of it, you know, like that was what it feels like to me. But-
0: you know what? Um, movie sort of feels like this for me. Um, in terms of like the the dark and like twisty and um crazy committed acting is gone girl
1: i never saw that oh but I could see greg
0: that. you have to see gone Girl*. all right all right i'll ch- I'll, I'll put that on my list talk about amazing actresses rosamund pike holy shit yeah. she is so good oh at that.
1: another one speaking of ben affleck the town
0: oh yes that actually feel you're right that does feel like yes.
1: this it, and the reason is like this like that suspense of like are they gonna
0: get away or they're not gonna get away like yeah. you know
1: like and, and then certain people die and stuff like that you know main characters don't make it and
0: yeah, yeah, I like I like the town a lot. That's one of, that's my one of my stepdad's favorite movies, and we watched it recently. And I like revisited it for the first time in years. And I was like, "Wow, yeah, this screenplay holds up."
1: Yeah, there might oh, another one I just thought of. In the-
0: ben Affleck, the youngest um, Oscar winner for a screenplay for um, Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting. Um, Matt Damon. Yeah. Yep. Um, any others that you feel um, like are in? The, I mean, obviously, like
1: actually like a more superhero thing, but really, nothing compares to it.
0: No. In terms of superhero, absolutely not. Um, I think Joker was trying to.
1: (laughs) Well, what I was going to say, and I'm not sure if this is a, if you like this, you would like this, but the Daredevil TV show on Netflix.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Has very, just in terms of, especially Batman Begins. uh, If you liked Bat, I almost want if you like Batman Begins, you'd like, (laughs) you'd like the Daredevil. You you can do one from that too. You'd like the Daredevil TV show. Is that, is that
0: a, is that an origin show? I've never yeah. seen it, but i did see the movie also another Ben. Affleck. no the
1: movie you know the movie i don't know about that in terms of this world but the show is yeah it's pretty good
0: pretty right good. it was it was ben affleck who played daredevil in the movie in the right? movie yeah yeah
1: show is uh uh, Co- uh charlie cox yeah,
0: yeah yeah did you see um did you ever see electra the you, movie that no. they made for electra i actually yeah. really liked it it got horrible reviews but i was okay. obsessed with that as a kid yeah yeah um that actually sort of is like in the same vein as dark Knight, but not nearly as prestigious. Yeah. Um, Okay. So obviously like any Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. I was going to say like inception feels like it, like, you know, Um, of course, but also like in the same vein as gone girl, like David Fincher has a very dark, like specific um, type of directing that sort of is like Nolan's as well. Like they both have, when you're watching them visually or like, Oh, this is a Fincher movie or this is a Nolan movie. Um, I think if you like the, 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 the revoir yes. of um, Nolan, you'll similarly What, enjoy, what do you um, think
1: about um, sure. Sicario?
0: I think that, that would one also one. could yeah. be similar, um, and Emily Blunt kicks ass in that movie.
1: Another girl who could have played Rachel. Thomas. Oh my
0: God, you're right. <laughs> you're right. She, actually, I think she would, was up for it. I think, Our, she could play Rachel. Bell.
1: Yeah, I think she was up for it. To be honest, when they I, recast
0: her, I actually don't know. Um, but I I did love. Um, her in um well everything actually so yeah. never mind <laughs> i thought you were, yeah um but yeah she would be a great rachel um i'm trying to think if there's any others
1: yeah um i mean anything with like that kind of feel that crime it's got to be real you know but there has to be that suspense where you're just like <laughs> you can't yeah. breathe like oh my oh, god why okay. are you doing this
0: here's um for more specific fincher recommendations so obviously gone girl and also um the next closest i would say is um um girl with
1: Okay, something like that. Um,
0: Daniel Craig in there. The old Daniel Craig, Rooney Mara yeah. type.
1: Some of the Bond stuff too, you know.
0: I would say the closest for Bond is, I would say is, is Skyfall. Yeah. Um, a thrilling cinematography, great pace, um, which the cinematography is done the, by Roger Deakins. The last one,
1: I could, in another Ben Affleck, it's weird because he also plays Batman later, but um, The Accountant.
0: Oh, you know what? Um, my stepdad just brought that movie up literally two hours ago. Never yeah. seen it. it. Not the whole it, thing It's actually least. not
1: bad. Someone made a trailer, if you want to look something up for fun, um, for Batman using the accountant. Like, and it works weirdly. Like, It's like a Batman movie, but it's just account, accountant clips.
0: Greg, you just reminded me. Yeah, We were playing this game earlier where we make all of the Nolan films into Batman movies.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Interstellar, Batman in Space. What was the other one we were talking about? Uh, in- Inception Liddler
1: yeah. with the dreams.
0: Going through the dreams. Um Dunkirk, Batman during World War II. Well so oh, it could be Batman could be Alfred, you know, as a kid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um
1: He's in that as well, Michael Caine and <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a oh, second.
0: You're right, he is, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. And so is Killian Murphy. Yeah. And so is Tom Hardy. So is Tom Hardy. <laughs> and and Harry Styles. Yeah. Yes. And Who his- would make
1: a great Robin in my opinion? okay okay i could
0: see that yeah um i loved the exclusion of robin from these i know but i trilogy. like the touch
1: of it i you know at the end in the rises when they bring it up you're right you're right but it's not yeah it's not you know it's kind of weird that his name was robin but
0: you yeah know, whatever it was a nice little wink to the to it's the not fan. it's not the 1997 batman and robin right no um, no no, no. But anyway do you have anything else you want to say about this movie greg
1: um i mean i love talking about this i could talk about it forever i it's just you know
0: yeah it's really hard to it uh i don't know it really is like um i think what it comes down to is like that thing i was talking about before about it being this amazing mix of like high art and comic book movie um and how it really did like set the standard for what is possible. I think it, it sort of reminds me of um, when Alfonso Cuaron did Prisoner of Azkaban and he like sort of reshaped what Harry Potter could be. That's, mm. that's how I feel about Nolan doing um, Batman, sort of like reshaped what comic book movies could be.
1: I think one thing, the last thing I would say is that it's weird because people don't, when you think about the dark, not like in terms of Batman, just think about Batman. Like he's mm-hmm. really only Batman for like a year in this or like two years in the trilogy like depends mm-hmm. on it depends on when begins ends sorry <laughs> Begins begins when batman begins and then when dark knight takes place it do, it doesn't seem like that much further maybe a couple oh, of months maybe between maybe those days. two definitely yeah. not
0: because scarecrow is like still uh, right
1: so he hadn't caught him yet and then so that's the weird part for me is that you know he's only he's only actually batman for a short time but everybody yeah. still remembers his legacy you know oh who you know who was that guy you know well so it's kind of weird that that was probably going back to when you say what don't you like like it's like I kind of wish there was a way that he could, if anything, could have stayed Batman even when he took the fall for Harvey. I wish going into Rises he still oh going
0: into Rises got you Batman,
1: but just a vigilant, like a complete vigilante and you could never catch him kind of thing. It's just weird that he he really didn't do that much. He got the mob and he got Joker, and then Harvey didn't die and he had to take the fall and that was it. (laughs) Yeah, but but I guess that was what he set out to do though. So. yeah way
0: it it it's interesting because i guess i guess this is a good place to end is like um like the whole vigilante vibe of like a lot of these um superhero movies the one that i think it reminds me of most is the toby Maguire um Mm. the sam raimi spider-man movies um where like people are constantly like well lock him up um right but it's like okay so if we get him off the street then like y'all gonna deal with it because yeah the police don't have it under control <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right he's doing this because yeah why are you mad at him what did right. he do to you
0: so silly yeah like, can y'all shut up and let him do his thing yeah exactly
1: well that's what i loved about rises too is when he's like you think he's gonna come back i don't know you know like they're like
0: oh they're yeah. just
1: people you know the younger generation like was like rooting for him to come back it
0: was yeah. kind of cool i think all in all like when you give when you give um, something like this to, like, a real, like, talented director, it just, like, the source material just gets so elevated. You get these amazing performances out of people. Oh, yeah. Um, you get, like, clear, coherent. It'll, okay, so here's a, a more modern example. When they let Taika Waititi take over Thor, that's right. when it became fun. Yeah. Like, it became, like, cohesive and, like, driven by plot, and you got these amazing performances out of people – um that's what i that's what i love so much about these batman trilogies and they just have the best villains ever like the villains in these movies are just so yeah. good
1: batman but, definitely has the best villains of all time so uh
0: yeah yeah i think i would agree um and the sam raimi spider-man those those are my, all my favorite villains yeah. um well anyway Craigie. Yeah, man, we did it! Thank you so much for ha- for joining me. I almost said having me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to, in- to have you. Yeah, Take- taking over as oh, host. Oh man, this is great. I love I love talking about this stuff. And and you're you know I've been wanting to work with you on this for a while. So um, we're
0: definitely pleasure. gonna have to have you back. Um, we we'll love it. We should just go through all the all the ba- all the Batman movies.
1: I know, but um, the problem is, it's we like we didn't too start much. with the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much.
0: Um, we'll do another Nolan movie. Um, yeah, that'll be good in the, in the future. In the future. But anyway, um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Greg, thanks again for coming on. Thanks, everybody. Um, so excited to have you again. Um, if you guys haven't seen this movie, what the hell are you, you waiting for? If you haven't seen this
1: movie, <laughs> just give
0: up. I know. It's like, come on. Yeah. Start from here. Listen, guys, we're in quarantine. Rent all three of them. They're on HBO, right, Greg?
1: If you DM me on Instagram, I will buy you one of them.
0: There you go, people. There you go. I'll put his Instagram in the, yes. in the, the, the <laughs> link. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Greg, thank Uh, you again. Thanks, man. Bye, guys.